Hey girl, welcome to Fearless and Unleashed, where we'll learn tips and tricks to live our best life. We are leaving fear behind, ladies, reaching our goals, having some fun while being authentically us. I'm Jeanette Sachs. I'm a mama of three beautiful girls, married to my best friend. I'm a wellness coach and entrepreneur. I'm all about living fearlessly, going after those scary business goals, getting fit while eating ice cream, and simplifying life. I believe when we get out of our own way, we become the best versions of ourselves. So get ready, girl, because we're about to change your life. Hey there, friend. Can you believe that we are already past January? It is gone the first month of the year. So I wanted to give you guys a little recap, share some changes that I made this year that have been working so well that I continue to do, I'm going to continue to do moving forward. And I'm going to share them with you in case it's something that maybe you're like, you know what? I need to add that to my routine. I need that in my life because I'm going to tell you right now, January feels like I've been following this great routine for the last six months. I kid you not. I went into 2024 going, okay, 2024 is going to be my healthiest year. I'm going to focus on my health. That was a big one. I have an episode that I want to record for you guys, kind of breaking down this process where I ended up in the last two years and where it got me now, but I'm trying to find the words. So you guys are going to have to wait for that episode. But I went into this year going, you know what? I really want to focus on my health, everything about my health, my health and fitness, my nutrition, my mental health, my physical health, my emotional health, everything, my spiritual health, health in general, in every category was a big one for me. And so I wanted this year to be the year that I just felt really, really good. Not because I expected 2024 to be like not stressful or to be perfect. No, I wanted to go back to how I used to be where I felt like I was handling stress a lot better. And when things came up, I had the tools to be able to handle it. And I think that kind of fell off a little bit. And so I wanted to get back to that. But I put together this whole plan, right? Just taking the year and focusing on this will be great. I really thought that maybe my physical health and my nutrition and stuff like that was it's going to take a good six months for me to really notice like a major drastic difference. And I'm going to tell you, I already feel that. And it's only been a month. So I feel so good. So I'm going to give you a list of things before I get into the list of things that I'm focusing on this year that are going to be primarily my thing this year. Obviously, there's going to be a lot of other things that come up, but this is like my core list that I'm going to follow to focus on. But just some random updates and things, just fun things to share with you guys. So we are doing some renovations in the house. We're changing all of our floors, which I am so excited, except the bathrooms, because I have some plans for my bathrooms that I want to do. So I'm updating all the floors. This is something that has been on my mind to do for a while. We were actually going to do it in 2019 or maybe it was 2020. No, I think it was 2019 because we were looking at floors. We were doing all the things. And then I couldn't decide what color I wanted to do. I couldn't decide if I wanted tile instead. I couldn't decide anything. And so as I was trying to like give myself time to think about it, COVID hit and everything stopped. The world stopped. Getting things shipped here was a disaster. And I just thought, thank you, Lord, for not having us go and pay a down payment and try to order things because that would have been a mess. It would have been a mess. And so now the idea came up again and I thought, do I want to do this? 
And I went, you know, I've been wanting to do this project in the house for so long. So I talked to my husband about it and we just moved forward with it. So now everything's ordered. We have a set schedule when this is happening. So it's going to be a little chaos because I have to pack almost everything and get everything out of my house for them to do this, which is going to be a disaster, but it's okay. It won't be too long of a disaster. And I'm really excited for the floors. Is this what being a responsible older adult is? You get excited for the projects that you do in your home. But anyway, so we have some home renovations going on. We have some planning that we've been doing. So usually in the beginning of the year, we start looking at what are we going to do in the summer with the kids? We usually love taking a family vacation in the summer. This is something we started doing because I told my husband, you know, I want us to get into a habit of going on a vacation every year as a family and just creating those memories. This year, I believe we're going to keep it local because I kind of don't want to go anywhere, to be honest with you. I don't want to fly anywhere unless it's another island. So we're kind of sitting down looking at what do we want to do with the kids in the summer? My husband and I are planning a trip for ourselves as well, which is, again, I don't have any interest of leaving Hawaii. So I might just go to a different island and do something fun. We're also thinking about my birthday because this is my 40th birthday. And so I am really excited. And this is a big one for me because the way that I look at 40 is I think of it as like the second half of my life. When you think about, well, how long do people usually live? I'm thinking, you know, about 80. I think the average, I have to look it up again, but I thought it was like 87 or something like that. The average lifespan of a person. It might have changed. I haven't looked at it in a while, but I'm thinking 80. So 40 is kind of like the halfway mark of my life, you know? And so I have big plans for this other half and I already feel it. Like I started feeling this last year. You know, my entire year as a 39 year old, I started noticing it and I started getting excited thinking, wow, is this what 40 is going to be like? So I'm really excited for this other half of my life and I plan to live it and bring the things that I absolutely love. There are some new ways that I think about things, how I spend my time, how I show up for work, like everything feels new and fresh and more aligned with how I want to live and spend my time. So I'm really excited for that because it just feels really good. So anyways, with all of that happening and it being my 40th birthday this year, this is a big year for me. It's a big year to really just make it the best. And that's what I'm here for. And so let me give you a few things that I added that I want to focus on a lot this year. So number one, right off the bat, because it's always going to be number one in my life, is spending time with God. Last year, for the last, I want to say three years, maybe even longer, because I was looking at my camera roll, trying to find videos for content and stuff like that. And I realized, wow, like I've been really in my Bible for the last few years because I have content that I recorded throughout the years. And I started noticing like, wow, like I've really been focusing on my time with God for a long time. But last year is when I felt my faith grow tremendously. I feel so connected to God. And it's just, that's a whole nother story that I'm trying to figure out how to share with y'all. But that is like a big one for me. So spending time with God, growing in my faith, understanding the Bible more. I really want to get into a Bible study. I want to connect more with the Christian community. Like there's so many things that I want to do in that area. And so I'm really excited for that. So my time in the morning is devoted to spending time with God. 
Number two is I did a cleanse. So if you guys remember last year, I told you that my husband and I were going to do a cleanse. We didn't do it at the time because I thought we're going to eat all the things during the holidays. So let's just do it in the beginning of the year. So January comes along and I'm just like, okay, now it's time. We did the cleanse. We just finished it. And let me tell you, we feel incredible. I've done this cleanse in the last 10 years. I've done this cleanse four times. I could do it once a year, but usually I do it when I feel like my body really needs a full-blown detox because that's what it is. You are eating whole foods. You're eating a lot. I actually had to minimize some of the sizes of my meals because I felt like I was eating too much, but it's all clean and you have supplements that help your body get rid of everything. And I don't mean like going to the bathroom. That doesn't happen. I mean like it just helps your body absorb the nutrients from the food you're eating a lot better. It heals your gut. It reduces and removes like stress and inflammation from your body. So let me tell you, we did so great. I am so happy that I did it with him and we were each other's accountability because there were some times where I was like, do I really need this? Because I was already feeling really good because I had already like gone back to my plan that has always worked, my everyday plan on how I live my life, you know, as far as nutrition goes. I have always worked out because I love working out. And so I thought, do I really need to do this cleanse? But I had already bought it. And my husband's like, yeah, we're doing it. We bought it. We said we were going to do it. So we're doing it. I am so glad that I did it. So he lost 20 pounds. I dropped nine. But when I tell you the massive amounts of inflammation that I feel left our bodies is insane. I feel so good. My gut feels good. My energy's good. I just feel really, really good. And I can tell you that I'm so glad that I started the year focused on nutrition and focused on just detoxing everything and letting my body kind of get a reset, a fresh start. You remove all the junk and now I just feel so excited. I'm excited that my body now is ready to take in the nutrients that I eat a lot better. I'm excited to continue with my own plan that I follow for my life. And I'm excited to see what happens with my health this year because I do want to have my 40th be the healthiest year. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. I will update you guys along the way throughout the year. So that was number two is focusing on the cleanse. Number three is obviously fitness. I want to add in some new things and one of them is walking. So I've been hearing all the great benefits of walking. I don't walk on a consistent basis. I do do it sometimes. I love hiking. But when I say walking, I mean, I wonder if I'm able to add in walking every day. For a little bit, even. Even if it's just like a 15-minute walk or a 30-minute walk, I really want to be that person that goes on a walk every single day. And so I'm taking a look. Now that we're done with the cleanse and everything, I'm taking a look and going, okay, how am I going to add in this walking? Because I may need to rearrange how I go about my day, you know, as far as like my work blocks and my morning time and all the things. And so that's something that I really want to do is just start walking. The funny thing is, another idea I had around health and fitness before we move on to the next things is I had a thought of what if I do 75 hard? Now, I have never done 75 hard. I've always felt like I didn't need to. I always felt like, do I really need to do the most? And I never really looked into the rules. I did look into the rules of what it is because I had the thought, what if I do 75 hard? Because I did the cleanse and I felt so great committing to that. So what if I do 75 days of just committing to something? And when I looked it up, I started laughing because based on the rules, I already do all of these things. The only 
only thing that I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you the rules in case you're like, well, what's 75 hard? It's basically a challenge that you do for 75 days and you're going to follow these rules. Rule number one is you do two workouts a day, two 45 minute workouts. One of them has to be outside. So I thought about this and I go, okay, well, my workouts right now are usually 45 to 60 minutes a day. And then of course you throw in your rest days. I'm assuming this includes rest days or maybe an active rest day because I do believe that it's important to have rest days. So I have to look more into it, but two 45 minute workouts a day, one of them has to be outside. And I thought, oh, look, that could be my outside walking. <laughs> so maybe we're onto something here, right? Okay, so rule number two is you have to follow a diet. It doesn't give you a diet. You just have to pick, obviously, a clean diet to follow. And that's what you do for 75 days. You don't add any treats, any snacks, anything like that. Number three is you drink a gallon of water. This one will probably be hard for me. I've always struggled with getting enough water in. I don't know why, because it's like the easiest thing we could do. But you know what they say, the easier it is, the more we don't do it. And so you drink a gallon of water a day. Rule number four is you read 10 pages of a nonfiction book. That's easy. I already do that every single day. That could be my Bible. That could be any other nonfiction book that I'm in because usually I'm in my Bible. I have a fiction book that I read for fun instead of scrolling social media. And I usually have some type of nonfiction book for personal development reasons. So that's an easy one. Rule number five is you take progress pictures. And rule number six is no alcohol, which I don't drink anymore. So I'm like, I do all these things except the outside workout and drinking a gallon of water. Other than that, my diet is clean. I don't drink alcohol. I can take progress pictures. I already read a ton. So maybe at some point this year, we will add in this 75 hard challenge. Who knows? Maybe you should do it with me. <laughs> we can be each other's accountability. But anyway, so that's a thought. The next thing that I want to focus on, and I actually already did this, is I asked my friends and family last year. I believe it was last year. Yeah, I think it was like December or maybe the first week of January. I don't know. But anyways, I asked them to not send me any reels. I know it's the craziest thing, but I love my friends. I love my family. But listen, I can't be on this app watching all the reels you guys send me because, yeah, they're funny and they're awesome. But here is what I want to do. I don't want to spend my time on the app watching reels. I want to live my life. And I already whenever I'm bored or whenever I have time, you know, you have a moment where you're like, oh, let me go watch some funny stuff or let me open the app. And usually we all get consumed for a minute on there. And so I'm like, I don't want to have to deal with that on my own and then have all of the videos that my friends and family send me. I wasn't watching them. You know, it had been probably a few months, probably October, November and December where I wasn't even watching them and they kept sending them. And so I finally told them like, hey, I haven't even watched the other ones you guys sent me. For the new year, I have a goal that I don't want to use these apps for entertainment purposes. So I'm trying not to watch any videos so you guys don't have to send them to me. I wanted to do that. It has worked so well because, you know, when your friend sends you something, you want to watch it and respond to her. And so now I don't have that. They've been great. They did stuff sending them to me. And we've actually, what I noticed, which is so interesting and I am loving, is we actually communicate through the phone and text a lot more now instead of sending each other random reels. And hey, I am all for that because I would rather talk to my friends on the phone and catch up than send each other 10, 20 different funny videos, but never actually have a conversation. That's just not how I function. I am more of a let's connect and talk type of person. And so that's been really great. I feel like I'm going to continue doing that throughout the year because I don't want to be on the apps using them for entertainment purposes. 
and it has saved me so much time. So I recommend that for you as well. Maybe this is something you need to do to get back your time. Okay, so number five is watching less news. Now, listen, you guys remember some episodes back where I was talking about staying informed in things so you're able to make decisions. For the past two years, and this is a confession that I have, I went into this rabbit hole of learning all the things to understand what the heck was going on in the world. I think a lot of us kind of went down this same rabbit hole because from what I see, everybody's like, I'm awake. I see things differently. I did not understand this before until I started paying attention. And I'm just like, yeah, I think we all kind of questioned what the heck is going on. (laughs) You know, we saw so many crazy things and we still see so many crazy things that a lot of us, here are two things that I noticed that I can honestly relate to. I think we saw these crazy things happening and we wanted to know what the heck was going on. So we leaned in to know more about the world. And a lot of us grew in our faith. And I think it's because we saw so many crazy things going on and questioning, Lord, what is going on? And so I can relate to those things. But one of them was just going down rabbit holes to understand what was going on with the world. Why is this happening? Understanding politics a lot more, really questioning things. And so although I'm glad that I went down this rabbit hole and I learned a lot more about different topics because it helped me understand how to vote and how to use my voice and how to hopefully have an impact on things that I find are incredibly important. But now I feel like, okay, I'm going to take a step back now. I understand what's going on. I understand where I stand with a lot of different issues, but I need a minute to not hear about it. You know what I mean? I feel like it kind of destroyed me a little bit mentally and emotionally. It's a lot. It is hard to be online and watch things and go, what is going on with society? What is going on with the world? What is going on with leadership? What is going on? Like there's just so much coming our way that now I feel like, okay, I've had enough. I know enough to make informed decisions when I need to make them. And now this year, I'm going to take a step back because your girl needs a break. I can't see all the crazy all the time because it's just, it's not good for us. And so that's a big one for me is I have stopped watching a lot of stuff. I don't feel like I need to be informed and all the things because it's just the same thing over and over and over. It is sad to watch it all the time. And so I'm taking a step back from trying to know everything. I feel like I know enough already. So that's something. And I already, just this month alone, I feel so much better not having it in my face all the time and not looking at things. So if that's something that you went down the rabbit hole to do as well, maybe this year is the year for you to kind of take a step back. Maybe you already know everything you need to know. Maybe you don't need to watch the same stories about the same wars, about the same, you know, pain that people are in. Maybe you need a minute to get yourself right and maybe taking a step back and not learning about all these things is maybe what you need. And here are the last two things. So number six is getting back to my previous working blocks. I am getting back to some things that I want to work on. I had taken some time last year to slow down a bit just to have more time to be present in my life and do things that I wanted to do that didn't have anything to do with work. And so now I'm actually getting back to my previous working blocks that I had. I've adjusted them a little bit to kind of fit some of the new things that I learned I really enjoy having as part of my day. And I really love it. I think how we set up our schedule on how we show up for our work and our lives is important. It can either work really well for you or it can just destroy you because you're going to always feel like you're trying to catch up. And so I have these working blocks. I'm excited. I have some work that I'm doing that I am so excited about. And that's really my focus is doing all the things I said and really focusing on my work. 
That's where my focus needs to go is on my work because no matter what goes on in the world, my work has always made me feel fulfilled. It's always made me feel like I have an impact on someone. I'm able to help someone. And, you know, maybe that's what we all need to focus on is how do we help at least one person? How do we help someone? Because there's so much going on and so many people need help in every single category. They need community. They need someone to be there for them, helping them along the way. And so I'm excited to just get back to work. And my last one that is going to hold all of this together, this is probably one of the most important ones, is I have set up, again, because I used to be really, really great at this, I have set up some massive boundaries around my space and my time. That means who's around, who gets access to me, what information is brought to me, what I hear, what I watch, how I spend my time. I have some massive boundaries around this again. I remember when I did this last time in my life, my life completely changed. It just completely changed for the better. And at some point in the past, let's just say maybe after 2020, I started lowering some of these boundaries. I started feeling like, oh, well, maybe I can open the door. Maybe I can allow people back in. Maybe. Nope, nope, nope. And I don't say that to be mean. I don't. But I say that because opening some of these doors, lowering these boundaries made me realize that those were the things that I implemented a long time ago that helped protect me. And if I'm broken and I'm not functioning at my best, guess who suffers? I suffer. I'm not the best mom. I'm not the best wife. I'm not the best business owner. I'm not the best at anything because if I'm struggling, everything that I show up to is going to be harder. And so these boundaries are set. I used to say that I was really great at boundaries and I was like, that was like one of my superpowers was setting up boundaries because I learned how to be really good at it. And I saw the impact that it had in my life, not only my personal life, but just as a business owner. And then I think after 2020, seeing all the things with the world, I kind of felt like, well, maybe I could be a little more open, a little more understanding, a little more. And then I realized like that had nothing to do with it nothing to do with it. I think we all just kind of became soft, a little more soft, which is not bad, but you have to do it in a way where you're also protecting yourself. But I think, you know, sometimes seeing how much bad is happening, you kind of want to be more open and accepting, but you have to be careful with that as well, because if you're too open and accepting, you know, then you got to go, well, who's coming in? If I'm opening the door, who's walking through it? (laughs) You know, is it people with good intentions or is it people that are coming to destroy me? Is it, you know, that I'm allowing certain situations that I shouldn't be allowing? And so you have to really spend some time in asking yourself these questions to make sure that you're not just opening the door just to open it, that you're actually opening it because you're meant to open it. God is telling you, this is what I want you to do and not doing it just because, because it could be a little dangerous. And when I say dangerous, I mean like for your emotional state, for your mindset, for your well-being. And so my boundaries are back. They are there. I am very, very clear on who needs to have access to me, what I need to focus on, where my time is going, who I want to be around, who lifts me up, who I you know, love and appreciate being around. I'm open for new people. I'm open to helping. I'm open for a lot of things, but there's, you know, some boundaries around how I'm going to go about these things. So far, this feels really good. And it's only been a month of the new year. And these were things that I knew I needed to get back to. And so if you are finding yourself in a place where you're like, man, the last few years have been really crazy for me too. I have been so stressed. I have no idea what to do. Maybe you need to pick a few of these things, if not all. 
And maybe you need to add them into your routine. Maybe you need to look at the year and go, okay, I'm going to focus on me, not in a selfish way, but really just because I lost myself at some point. I don't feel like I'm showing up for the things that I want to show up. I'm stressed. I'm sad. I'm emotional all the time. Maybe I need to add some of these things that Jeanette's doing too. So I hope this list helps you. If your January wasn't great, don't worry about it. Start today. You know, and if you fall off throughout the year, just remember, hey, you get to choose to get back up the year, the time, the month, the day that you choose to do it doesn't matter. You don't have to wait until the new year again. You don't have to wait until a new month. You don't have to wait until a new week. Just start in that moment. You have to implement things, though, and it's hard to break habits. We get into these habits, whether they're good or bad. So you have to really focus on like, where am I spending my time? What am I focusing on? What am I allowing into my life? What information am I allowing into into my head. You have to protect your mind. You have to protect your heart. You have to protect your spirit. You have to protect all of these things so that you're able to show up in the best way that you can. All right, friend, that is what I have for you today. I hope that this was helpful for you. If you did find value in it, please share it with a friend because I'm sure there's somebody that you know that probably needs to hear this too. So if you can share it with a friend or you can take a screenshot and share it on your social media, I would really appreciate it. All right, have a great day and I'll talk to you soon. Hey girl, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If so, I would really appreciate it if you took a minute to head over to Fearless and Unleashed on iTunes and leave a review and subscribe to the show so you're notified when the episodes drop. Also, I'd love to connect over on social media, so head over to Instagram and say hi. You can find me at Jeanette Sachs or find the link below in the show notes. Okay friend, go out and be fearlessly you. I'll see you soon.